Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast on a mission to inspire a world where food makes us better. Today, guys, it's Friday. It's almost weekend. Even though for me personally, it doesn't make a lot of difference whether that's a weekend or a weekday since I work with my clients and I do a lot of content and courses and different work that requires a lot of time by myself, usually with my computer. And most of the time I do most of the work actually on the weekends. So, and then I can have a couple of days off during the week. So it never really matters to me. I still do love weekends because it just feels more relaxing. You know, do you notice like Saturday, Sunday, it doesn't matter what you do or where you live. It's just more relaxing. You know, people are more relaxed. They're like smile more and they're not as, um, People are not rushing everywhere and, you know, they tend to help each other more. So I do love weekends. So I think you, we all (laughs) should enjoy weekends more and maybe behave like um, it's a weekend every other day of the week. Be a little bit kinder, smile a little bit more, help each other a little bit more and actually spend more time on what we enjoy and what brings joy into our lives and the lives of others. So anyhow, today we are talking in weight loss, smart weight loss. And today we are discussing snacking and intermittent fasting. So I have a few notes um, that I'd like to discuss with you guys. So it is, it is easier for you to navigate those points of weight loss, like whether you should fast or eat five, six times a day, whether you should or shouldn't snack, uh, whether you should skip breakfast or dinner, when it's best to eat, again, how often it's best to eat, right? There are so many different things you can read these days. And the thing is, it's not necessarily that there is a better or the best way to do things. It just different things work for different people. Plus, you can never take it in isolation. Like I truly believe and all the recent evidence showed that snacking, eating nonstop, uh, it might not be a great idea for longevity and our metabolic health, our blood sugar regulation, our insulin sensitivity. But then again, Will you die from that? Uh, it might add a few years to your long uh, life, but it might not, depending on the rest of your lifestyle. If you eat often, but all you eat is whole healthy foods, and you're actually very active, and you need a little bit more nutrition, that maybe eating uh, more often might work better for you. Or maybe if you uh, eat often, you tend to eat healthier. And when you start fasting and eating less often, you get obsessive about food and you start uh, overeating and you start eating all these foods with sugar and processed, unnatural, um, factory-made fats. Uh, Or you just might feel very anxious and stressed about that. So that might not be a good idea for you then to fast more. 
it's not all black and white. And whenever somebody does some study and say, okay, this seems to work, uh, but then a lot of those studies are done with mice or other animals. And then if the study is done with people, a lot of journalists uh, who report on that study, they would not read the fine print. They would not tell you the finer details, like how exactly the study was done, what kind of people were in the study, young, old, athletes, obese, you know, there are so many finer details. That's why in nutrition, um, a lot of times you can read conflicting things. And it's not like somebody's lying to you. It's just we have different perspective and view on things. And so we explain what the study showed in different ways. Even scientists do that. They might have the same data, but one scientist will come to one conclusion and another scientist will come to another conclusion. And that not that anyone is right or wrong, it's just different perspective and who is truly right or wrong. Only, you know, more studies, more data, more real life um, data experience examples will show. And so on snacking and intermittent fasting, again, that depends whether you should do it or not. But definitely you cannot say that for this specific person, intermittent, not for this, or for like general population, this specific fasting works the best or we all need to snack. You know, the whole snacking or eating frequently for weight loss, it actually came from the era of bodybuilding. It was then, back then, that uh, this concept of frequent eating developed. But you need to understand that it developed because people who do bodybuilding or professional athletes, they do need to eat more frequently to improve their performance and support, increase uh, stress and load on their bodies and their nervous system. Also, a lot of times they would uh, consume, they would need to consume so many calories that it's impossible to consume it in just two or three meals. Like if you need to eat four, five, six thousand calories that for professional athlete, it's not that um, big of a deal. And if you're a bodybuilder, and you need to consume a lot of protein to build that, you know, huge muscle load. Uh, it's just impossible to eat, you know, two times a day and consume all of that. Like our digestive system cannot handle that. And that's why uh, it was advised to eat more frequently. But then general population took it, or journalists, and they took it and they said, maybe that's a great idea for the rest of the people to um, make metabolism faster and to get leaner and to build more muscles and to burn fat. But, you know, in order for you to eat five, six times a day and um, get big muscle and get lean at the same time, you need to be kind of like a bodybuilder or professional athlete. Not, (laughs) you know average person like you and me sitting most of our time probably in front of our computers or commuting or, you know, not doing sports for for a living. So snacking never really had good signs behind it. And you also, like, you've got to think about that in a little bit different way. Before this recent development of our food industry, where food became available 24-7 whenever, wherever, It was never the case that it was even possible for us to snack and eat all the time. No, uh, sometimes there would be famine. Sometimes, very often, we would hunt for food or we would gather food. And then we would eat it with our tribe. And then 
that was it till our next meal. You know, most of our evolution um, went without refrigeration or ways to really preserve and save food. So we had to evolve to be able to fast and use our own body fat to keep us going. That's how we were evolutionary designed to be. And it's still the case now, even though our snacking habits create this mess, our, this metabolic mess for, for ourselves, because we were just not evolutionary designed to snack all the time. And again, it made all the sense during evolution. It seems like there is no sense in that now, but it's still like physically, our body, our metabolism, they did not evolve that much. And how I can be sure of that is because whenever we start overeating, snacking too much, eating processed food, <clears throat> disease follows. It might not follow right away. And that's the problem. That's why it's hard for us to, to associate certain eating habits with um, degenerative health consequences like diabetes or um, atherosclerosis or cardiovascular disease or a lot of brain disorders later in life because um, the result is delayed. We are having poor eating habits, let's say for 10, 20, 30 years, and then we see the result that we don't like. And so we don't associate necessarily our poor or not ideal eating habits with that result, even though it is the result of that. It just took 30 years, right? Um, anyhow, guys, so let's get back to what's best. Uh, by studies, it is shown that most probably we need to fast for at least 13, 14 hours a day. That, of course, includes overnight fast. So, for example, if you finish your dinner by 7 p.m., then the next time uh, you should be having breakfast or any kind of calories or nutrition, uh, liquid or not, is 8 9 a.m. next morning. That's how, how it should work. If you finish your dinner by 8 p.m., then probably a good idea to start eating by like 9, 10 a.m. Um, that's w when it comes to health. So 13, 14 hours every single day. No matter whether you're a man or woman or an athlete or whatever, even if you are an athlete, you don't need to be uh, eating that often. Now, during your eating window of those um, 11 hours or so, 11, 10 hours, you might be eating more frequently if you are an athlete as, um, compared to an average person, but you don't need to be snacking, you know, right before bed and right when you wake up. Um, that's about, you know, fasting for health, for weight loss. It depends, guys. Of course, do not fast less than 13, 14 hours. But then when you eat, whether you need to fast more or less, you need to check that with yourself, how your body reacts to that. Now, some people's bodies and physiology, especially with women, we become resistant to weight loss actually when we fast too much too often. Meaning some women start fasting for 20 and more hours every single day. And they think that's the way they just need to fast a little bit longer and wait a little bit longer. But actually, no, you, our body, our physiology can actually become resistant to weight loss. And our body can actually, our body can actually change quite a lot of things about our metabolism to make us more or less resistant to weight loss or uh, weight Again, so more is not necessarily better in every single 
case, you gotta again check it with yourself. Another aspect of prolonged fasting every day, like 18, 20 hours and more. Uh, another aspect of that, like, can you really handle it mentally and also physically? Or are you getting more and more obsessed with food? And then when you eat, you start overeating and binging and craving stuff that you wouldn't usually crave if you were to eat three times a day with a shorter eating or fasting window, right? At the end of the day, you need to see results over time. So take two weeks and um, try different fasting protocols and see how your habits change. Like, did you start eating more stuff and worse stuff? Maybe more junk? And are you more obsessed about food in general? Like, look at your habits. Journal a little bit. See how it affects you on all levels. For me, you know, most of the time I do fast 18, 20, sometimes 22 hours. So most of the days, probably around 18, 19 hours. Um, but... If for some reason, on some day, I feel like I gotta eat, like for some reason, I'm really hungry right now for a specific kind of food, maybe some protein, maybe more veggies, maybe more nuts and seeds, maybe more pulses in beans, uh, whatever the case might be, if I'm really hungry and I feel like I'm obsessed with that right now, I go and eat. Even if it's too close to my bedtime, even if it's, uh, you know, outside of my eating window, I still will do that. And next day, I usually wake up and I'm feeling back to myself, back to balance. But of course, if I'm on a weight loss diet, I make sure that overall, I am making progress. For that, you need to track results, you need to track what you're doing, and you need to see whether you're actually getting closer towards your goal or not. Like at, uh, at some point, I was having troubles losing those few pounds that just didn't feel right on my body. And I tracked results because otherwise, how do you know if what you're doing is working? Anyhow, guys, yeah, if you are fasting, doing prolonged fast and you're getting obsessed about food, it's not the way to go. So maybe it's better for you to eat three times a day and fast only for like 13 hours a day. But then it is easier for you to stay in caloric deficit and eat less and be happier and you see more results. So the goal of your health journey, of my health journey, anyone's health journey, is to not to fast the most or have the most ketones. It's the actual results that mean something to you. Do you feel more energetic? Do you feel healthier? Do you feel happier? Uh, do you, uh, you feel in like you are getting closer to that physical shape that you'd like to be in. And so the rest doesn't matter, like what somebody thinks is the best fasting protocol. It doesn't matter. What matters is how you feel, what's important to you, and what's working for you. For most people, from my experience, guys, coaching experience, working with people, what works is actually three meals a day, um, lunch, breakfast, dinner, uh, not too late to three hours before bed, you finish your eating. You know, that's when people feel the best when it comes to sleep and energy the next um, morning. So two, three meals a day. Uh, some people like bigger breakfast, some people like bigger um, lunch. The most important thing, if you're trying to lose weight, not to overeat and make sure, again, that you are uh, making progress. So, you know, two, three meals a day. Some people, you know, especially people who work um, at the office, at some office, uh, people like to have uh, breakfast. They Some people like to have 
lighter lunch because they're at work. They don't want to be, you know, to feel heavy and because there is still the rest of the work day to get through. And then they have bigger lunch that they can share with family and friends. And that's okay. You know, that works for them. And that's totally fine. Might be, might not be ideal because of some study, but we live our life not in a laboratory. We live it in the world. So optimize for what's important and meaningful to you. So back to what's, um, you know, what works for most people. Um, three meals a day, 13, 14 hours of fasting. And most people uh, with that feel amazing, look amazing, and are able to make progress with weight loss and health. Um, one, uh, a couple of other things that I like to mention that I still have uh, in my notes. Regularity is the key, guys. Um, it seems from all the studies, just like we sleep, staying regular with your eating times, uh, even with the kinds of food you eat, uh, with fasting window, with your eating habits. It improves digestion, it improves sleep, it improves blood sugar and insulin uh, regulation, and it improves, it improves also hunger and satiety. Uh, it improves your performance, mental and physical. So being regular with eating habits, uh, that that's really important. And it doesn't matter what you do, it seems that our body thrives on some routines, like being regular with our sleep, and being, being regular with our eating habits. Uh, what else? Um, another aspect of intermittent fasting, a lot of people think that intermittent fasting is about skipping breakfast. It's actually not. Uh, intermittent fasting doesn't have specific definition, but uh, in most cases, it's prolonged periods of fasting. Um, that are done quite frequently. So you don't have to skip breakfast, you might skip dinner or, you know, some, something else. Maybe you have super early breakfast and super late dinner and there is a lot of fasting window in between, but I think it's not really doable. Uh, but anyhow, guys, you might skip breakfast, you might skip dinner. Uh, studies show that early intermittent fasting or time-restricted eating seems to work better for weight loss, meaning if you finish your eating window by 4 p.m. and basically skip your dinner like I do very often, it seems to work much better, not just for weight loss, but also for longevity and sleep quality. Uh, it does not work for some people, but in studies, it does seem like finishing our food Early in the day works much better than skipping breakfast, especially guys, if you are someone who uh, is like me and very active first part of the day uh, and you might need a lot of energy. Well, actually, it works both ways. Uh, I personally, I skip my breakfast and I seem to have a lot of energy and be more productive, not uh, having to interrupt my workflow with food. Some people feel like they cannot focus and concentrate if they don't have good breakfast. And it's okay to uh, be either way. You know, want your breakfast? Have your breakfast. To want skip? Um, want have your dinner? Then have your dinner. It can work for you no matter what you choose. But again, my best advice, what studies show and my best experience, what people's, you know, experience shows is that the best way is probably 
to have 13-14 hour fasting every day, maybe prolonged sometimes when you feel like it, um, two, three meals a day. And then just make sure that in those meals you eat healthy, balanced meals. And um, also, um, what else um, besides having good quality meals, uh, eating, and just track progress and make sure that you, if you need to lose weight, that you are staying in slight caloric deficit, either by more activity or that is actually done usually a little bit more difficult because you have to move quite a lot to um, burn certain amount of calories. So I guess it's best to stay in a caloric deficit by not eating that much. And that also can be easily done, not by necessarily counting calories or macros or what have you, by but by just reducing your portions uh, a little bit here and there. And that I think everything that I wanted to cover in this episode of Smart Weight Loss uh, the best practice for health, for longevity, for mental health also. Um, 13, 14 hours fasting, three meals, no snacking, liquid or otherwise. You know, if you have a smoothie, it's considered to be a liquid meal too. Or if you put um, fat and maybe some cream, maybe some butter or, you know, making fatty coffee, maybe you put some something else or you eat a little bit of something with your coffee or tea, that is also considered to be a meal. But anyhow, what we learned today to recap, guys, there are many things things that can work. There is no one way that works the best for everyone. That's what you want to remember. Try different things. See what actually works for you, what you actually enjoy, right? Uh, Don't do too much of fasting. If that makes you obsessive about food and then you binge, you overeat, that means that fasting at, at this point just doesn't work for you mentally and psychologically. And, um, Two, three meals a day, 14 hours of fasting might be plenty. If you are getting results, you don't need any more. Not from all the studies we have. Snacking might not be such a great idea. Making your sugar go up and down all the time and not really allowing your body to learn how to utilize your own fat for energy and other needs. So I'm not a huge fan of snacking, although I wouldn't say that it's the thing that doesn't work for um, anyone. And that's it, guys. That's the data and no bullshit um, information about fasting and snacking. So discuss it with uh, another person. Um, Share this podcast with one another person who you can then talk about that. Uh, Figure out what's the best way for you to do that. Uh, If you need some advice, uh, feel free to reach out. Angela at Create Yourself That Today. I'll give you my best advice personalized best advice based on your situation, your health history, your diet history. Share this episode. Guys, schedule something awesome and fun this weekend. And as usual, till next time, eat better daily.